Hi there, ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Taylor here, and welcome to the Strategy and Leadership Podcast. Happy 2018. I'm super excited to share our first podcast of the year. Today, I'm joined by John Pankert, who is the Strategy Director at Have Us Montreal. Uh, In our conversation today, John and I talk about openness, about teamwork, and how to create a strong culture to support your strategy. So as you may know, as you move forward, you can have the best plan, but the best plan doesn't make a difference unless you have your people bought into the plan and you create an environment that supports people's goals and help them win. And that's exactly what John and I talk about in this podcast today. Um, So I really hope you enjoy our conversation. If you are planning a strategy meeting sometime later in this year, be sure to give us a call. We'd be happy to provide a complimentary walkthrough of our process and we can see if we're a good fit to facilitate your upcoming strategy meeting and help you with the execution of your plan. So without further ado, please enjoy today's conversation with John Pankert as we talk about openness and teamwork as you create your strategic plan. Anthony Taylor here. Welcome back to the Strategy and Leadership Podcast. Today I am joined by John Pankert, who is the Director of Strategy at Havas Montreal. John, how are you today? Hi, I'm really, really good, and I'm glad to be having this conversation with you today. Fantastic. Me too. I'm really excited. And so uh, before we get like into it, why don't you tell people a little bit about you and your background and, and what you do at Havas and, and who Havas is? Yes. Uh, in fact, uh, Havas is uh, it's, uh, one of the biggest advertising group uh, in the world and in Montreal. It's, uh, it's really the result of an acquisition that happened a year ago between Havas and TP1, which was a digital agency in Montreal, a pretty recognized agency. And uh, now it's really the merger of these two agencies. It's under one roof now. And uh, so it's really advertising, but also digital. So we do mandates that go from integrated campaigns and really focused on, on communications and creative. And we also uh, do work with clients on really digital products and uh, projects. So it's really a wide variety of projects. And uh, that's pretty interesting. And the team is, uh, we're about uh, 70 people in the Montreal office now. So it's a, it's a good team. Wow, that big. And then it goes across across functions depending on you know what you're offering for the clients? Yes, mostly we, we have everything that a client would need internally. Um, so we have, uh, we have, let's say, advertising uh, and advertising creative teams. We also have uh, front-end and back-end devs. We have uh, a small studio so we can handle content, lightweight content creation. And we have strategy in-house. So myself, I, I'm the director of strategy, but basically I work with a team of six people that covers uh, social content. We have uh, data people. And also I work with, uh, we have a VP of strategy here, which is Stefan Mayotte. So a, a great guy that I have the chance to work with every day. So we're about six people. In fact, we're six. And uh, that co- we, we can cover pretty much all the need that a client would have uh, strategy, uh, strategy-wise, so it's a uh, it's a really good team. We have a, a lot of uh, of younger people, so it's it's really interesting to see the team grow every day. So, and that's that's something that we'll talk about uh, today, I, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> like strategy as I see it. So many of our listeners here, they're running you know traditional organizations. They're VPs or CEOs of, you know, like B2B or B2C companies or nonprofits. And they're the ones who are creating and leading the strategy with their teams. 
And what I find interesting with what you have at Havas is that, you know, you direct strategy uh, for your clients as well as working with internal teams on the execution to get what you create and actually move it out into the world, if, if, as I understand it. Yeah, that, that's basically it. It's a, it's a really fun place to be, I, I'd say, because we, we, we really help clients really define their strategy. So, so let's say right now I'm working on a project with a, uh, it's a consulting firm and we're really defining their, their positioning. So it's, it's really interesting because we, we do work with them to define that. But after that, the positioning is, is done and settled and everyone internally, let's say, buys it and goes with it, then we have to to see how it will reflect on the brand. So now we turn to the agency, to the creative people and really build that, those, that branding and that positioning and we make it, we give it life, let's say. So that's, that's really key. Yeah. So in the middle. Yeah. It's interesting. Cool. Well, what I got out of what you just said around the, you know, the strategy and positioning, I mean, recently posted yeah. a blog on, on SME strategy about, you know, strategy is as much about the choices of what you do and the things yeah. that you don't do. So, you know, pos- positioning when it comes to the advertising space is, you know, you're not all things to all people. You take an area and you own it and then, you know, you make those trade-offs and you make those choices. So, um, yeah. And then, then you have to like roll that out with a team. So in your experience, and I, this is maybe yes. a little bit tangential, but you know, how do you see that process going when you like create a strategy with a team and then really have to like get them to buy into it and move it forward? What does that look like uh, for you? All projects are different, but let's say a common project, you, you, would, we first, we always, sit down with the client and they will bring their brief depending on the mandate. Is it a positioning or it's a campaign or it's a website, let's say, or a digital strategy on a wider scale, but they always come with a problem, right? And they have, they have something that we need to work on. They want to to do something better. They want to change something. So basically our, our first meeting is a, is a briefing session, a kickoff session. And our job is really to, let's say to, it's to challenge that and just to make, it's not challenge the challenge. And we also often hear that in, in agencies always challenge the brief, but it's mostly to be just sure that we're tackling the right problem. Because sometimes we have, I'd say that in, in agencies, we have tendencies to work on, on symptoms more than on the real cause if it's, if it's possible. So just to be sure that we really tackle the right problem. And then it, we're working on making like strategy magic, I'd say. And sometimes it's really a rigorous process and we try to involve the client as much as possible. But then sometimes it's really about going back to the agency and starting to work and read and learn on that. Let's say, is it a category? Is it a new, uh, is maybe they, they are working on a different uh, target that we need to, to learn more about. And then we really try to find something interesting, uh, a different point of view, a different way to address a specific problem. And then we would come back with specific propositions. Is it the vision? Is it the positioning? Is it a communication access for a campaign? And then it's really where we have to do a sell. And when, you, when we talked about having people 
let's say giving in a strategy, it's really, it's, we have to sell it. We have to, to sell the fact that this choice, this way to go is really the best one that they can make. And sometimes I'd say that it's, it's a matter of really understanding what the constraints are. And that's something that, that uh, I really learned a lot at, uh, at a previous agency where I work at Sidley, really strong on strategy as well. And uh, constraints were really something that we looked at just to be sure that we're not doing a strategy in, let's say, a, a perfect world. Because the world we live in and the world that the brand lives in is full of constraints. So if you're not taking into account the constraints, then it might not work as well as you thought it would. So, so this is something that we do. So the cell is presentation where we go always have the beautiful keynote and the strat- we present a strategy and we have to have the client buying it. And um, at that moment, sometimes depending on who is your client, we have to help them make the sell to a higher level, or then we have to help them communicate the strategy to the team. So everyone's on board and then uh, project will start, campaign will start and we start to work from there. That's awesome. Well, and, and it's so, you know, like most of our listeners are, you know, running non-advertising agencies and advertising might yes. be a function, but it's actually everything yes. that you said is so applicable. So I got three things from what you shared. So one, yes. getting clear on, you know, when you're meeting with your team first, like getting, identifying the problem, like, and then in your case, yes. you create a brief, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? And then looking at the the symptoms and the root cause and not or not the symptoms but the actual root cause of what's going on the challenge um yeah the second piece is that you know what what these managers and leaders have to do is is ultimately sell the strategy so first you got to identify you know what the challenges are and then you got to sell the strategy so if you're a middle management maybe you have to sell the strategy to your upper management and get them to buy exactly. in maybe you got to like sell it to your employees and say you know this is really the best course of action that we need to take um and like how do you actually get buy-in with that and we'll talk a little bit about that after and then the third piece yes. i heard about that was you know, creating a strategy in a non-perfect world. Um, mm-hmm. So often we see organizations, you know, they they think of their or business or their organization in this like self-contained bubble and that, you know. No, exactly. Yeah. You're not, a brand, an organization never lives or exists in a vacuum, right? It's it's really influenced by, by outside forces. So yeah, that this is super important, I guess. Yeah. And like the other thing that we see within that is that if you can plan for that uncertainty, then it there's a higher likelihood that your plan is going to be a success. It doesn't mean that those things will happen. It doesn't mean that those things won't happen. It's that at least you can plan for them and build them into your plan so that if it does happen, you're prepared with a contingency at least. Yeah, exactly. Or do you have any other like best practices for leading strategy? Like those were some really, really good ones and really valuable ones. Anything else that you can think of um, as far as like something that you guys do as part of your strategy creation process that might be valuable? Oh, that's interesting. Honestly, um, in the process for leading the team, it's, it, I have some different stuff in the process. Honestly, yeah, I really don't know because it would it would have to go to really specific and 
And let's say, how do we approach research and how do we approach uh, collaborative sessions with clients? I totally got that. Well, yeah, no worries. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it the, the next piece because I guess that sort of yep. speaks into the next point about like developing culture and how do you yep. align the strategy creation and then the actual like performance measures. Like how do you take this yeah, concept yeah. and then turn that it into a, an exit executable strategy. Yeah. That's that's perfect. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, like for you and your team, like what do you see as something that's really important on once you have this strategy and this positioning, what are some of the things you need to do to like implement it and move it forward in your And I guess the, 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 the interesting thing that you talked about, like with culture, if I, if I can jump on it, I think it's really, it's really interesting. It's, especially in the context that we're in at, at the agency now, like being with, with that acquisition a year ago and like culture is, is so, so much important. Yes. In the strategy team, but also like in the agency as a whole. So, so now what we are focusing on, if I can jump in is, is really to, there's really like, let's say three things that, that we try to do as much as possible. Cause we, we need to create that, that, new culture that's really a combination of the two existing pre uh, the pre-existing culture that existed before so i think that's a really great point so in the pre-interview john and i were saying you know that um the the he basically the company he's in merged with two digital entities and so now with this new merger and companies coming together it has created yeah. its own culture in its own space so why don't you speak to that a yeah. little bit yeah, no, in fact, it's, uh, yeah, like you said, it's, uh, it's the result of a merger between TP1, which is, which was a digital agency and Havas, which already was present in, in the Montreal, uh, in, in Montreal. So it's, it's really two teams coming along and now living under one roof, uh, in downtown Montreal. And that's really something. And how do you create its own culture and how how can you because you, you never invent culture it you can steer it a bit and try to influence it and there's three things that we we try to do and the first one was we have we have different types of projects and having that digital heritage we we still do a lot of digital projects but we try to have people do work on different stuff so let's say you have uh, digital project managers but they will work on non-digital campaigns. And we try to have account people and management people work on digital stuff, even if it's not their first, let's say, expertise. And we try to, let's say, cross the teams and make people work together. So as much as you work with people from the previous agency or another agency, it really gets people in the feeling that it's, it's one agency now. So collaboration is really key in creating uh, let's say a common sense of of belonging to the agency, and not still working in two different uh, two different entities that share office space. So that's really key. Yeah. The second one is uh, that's that's pretty 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 neat. I feel is uh, it's really we try to communicate as much as possible, and not in the sense of a coworker to coworker, but management will sit what every three weeks to a month in a, in a town hall format and really share what's happening under the hood. So 
sharing financial numbers, sharing business dev numbers, sharing really the vision for the next six months and really be super open about it. And we also work with a, a Montreal product uh, uh, that's called Office Vibe. So we do get from, from employees really the, the, the feeling of the, let's say, the ground level feeling. So they, it's uh, an anonymous feedback, uh, feedback tool for managers. And we really talk about it openly during those sessions. So we try to be as, uh, as open as possible. And the third one is really uh, about celebration, I'd say. So either it's at the end of the year, we have something that we call an award session where we celebrate the good, the bad, and the ugly. So if someone made a huge mistake during the year, we'll celebrate it. And we try to have that, that feeling of um, we better have people failing, trying to do something good than succeeding, doing nothing exciting. So this is, this is I'd say, how we, we tackle it now. And that's pretty uh, pretty interesting and in the strategy team it's nothing different we really try to sit down as as often as possible we do uh, we do off-sites just to talk between between the team and be super uh, super open about the challenge that we have as a team and uh, how we're gonna evolve in the the next weeks the months and uh, yes and uh, as a as a director i saw i tried to to be really on there on a day-to-day basis. And uh, we, we tend to have official meetings every two weeks where we really discuss about the key challenges now and be more in the moment and less in the, let's say the six to 12 months. Cool, that's awesome. So it's neat because yeah, you, like I said before, you do the stuff for your clients and then there's as an agency, as a, as a business, how do you, you move forward? So. I heard a th- yeah, few yeah. things though that like cross pollination within roles so that everybody, you know, both with the two teams merging together and even jobs yeah. that you haven't done, you're contributing and it's really like adding to everybody, even if you're not necessarily like an expert at it, it still brings something to the team. Um, so a lot of collaboration in your culture, um, a lot of communication and transparency. Uh, so from the management team and then it also like at the team level, creating the space to have those offsites, to have those conversations so that everybody's clear. And then, you know, the celebration and the rewarding, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, which like I imagine creates a safe space for you as employees, both as like management where you're at and like anybody that reports to you creates a space for them to like really swing out and, and play to create that future vision. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's really, it's really key. And, uh, the only thing is when you're working in agency and I guess in, in many other types of organizations, we, we really ask people to go out there and to try to be innovative and to try something different and trying something different means failing. And, and we need to embrace that, that fact. So if someone is going at it, swinging really hard and trying something, as long as it's not like something really out there that we, as an agency said, we can't do it. If you're really trying something and you fail doing it, honestly, we need to acknowledge the fact that you tried and we need to celebrate it. Because other than that, you're just creating a culture where people are scared to fail. 
And if people are scared to fail, especially in advertising and in technology and digital, if you're not trying something, you're doing stuff that was done last year and five years ago, and you're probably not evolving the practice and you're probably not serving your clients as well as you should be. So. Yeah, especially in like how fast things are changing right now. It's crazy. It, it's yeah, it's crazy. Every every three months there's something different, and clients are really becoming more and more sophisticated. So that's something that's also a challenge for us internally, because five years ago it was really different, and I I used to work as a digital strategist, and clients were knowledgeable, really knowledgeable. But right now the clients that we have at the agency are really, really strong and we need to be to keep pushing our knowledge and our practice to to really help and serve them as well as we, we can. Because other than that, people are really becoming super knowledgeable and with with AI conversation right now and we're doing good stuff with bots and you have to be in the know because other than that, you're just getting left behind because people are moving forward really fast. Yeah. And if you're not innovating, and this applies to everybody, if you're not innovating, you're being left behind because your competitors or alternatives, whatever way you look at that, they're the ones who are jumping on that stuff because it's accessible and you have great people like Havas and, you know, that that give you access to that stuff, the cutting edge stuff, because they're the ones doing the research and implementing it. Yes. Yes, exactly. And um, and d- depending on, on the clients that, that you work with or that people have in organizations some some of the time as a service provider there is also they can change uh providers and, and agencies let's say but they can also decide to, to let's say to to bring that service in-house and do it themselves because they are more knowledgeable than than the people that can serve them and that's also a threat and something that we need to to all think about because at some point people are really becoming good at it yeah. And strategy, but also technology is is really something. Yeah. And like the incorporation of it, like bringing it seamlessly. It's not like a, oh, maybe we should have this. It's it's sort of like a it's a minimum now, like being at the forefront of technology as incorporation, because that's what people expect. It's like not yeah. new and cool anymore. So well said. <laughs> Thanks. Um, one of the other things that I think you guys do really well and that, you know, we advise our clients when they're doing their own strategy sessions is to really keep the the finger on the pulse as far as, you know, how are you going to move the strategy forward? So some of what you guys do really well, you know, communicating every three to three to four weeks or a management level as far as the next six months vision. And then for your team to do offsites every you know two weeks is really keeping the the pedal on the gas for the strategy because if you do it once a year if you do it once every six months it's just not enough to keep it moving forward and quickly like you want i feel it's really important and i in the team we try to do it uh, as much regularly as possible and that that two week just it can be half an hour you know it can be short it doesn't need to be complicated it doesn't need to be formal but just having that coffee and not talking about weekend or not talking about a project, but talking about how, you know, how work is going and being sure that we are steering the team in the right direction. Cause there's also a strategy in how we want to make the team evolve and it needs to follow what our clients are expecting. It needs to, and people need to, 
to evolve as much as possible. It's it's a matter of uh, retaining those employees at the agency. It's a matter of doing them the service of making them evolve as professionals. So that's really really key. And if you if you're not doing those uh, let's say fast fast retro action, then you just lose the sense of, are we doing this right? Or are we not? <laughs> and you just don't know because in a fast paced environment, like an ad- advertising and digital agency, it's, e- it's easy to go months before you realize something because you're just, you're just in a, in a rush all the time. Right. Yeah. So I, I'll ask uh, just one before last question is, you know, as you do that, like with your employees and with your team, you know, what would you say is the impact on the employee side? What did they get out of that frequent communication um, and that like keeping it in the loop? What's the benefit for them that you see? I think that for them, what, what I see is it's, it's often it's clarity and it's the feeling that there's no one time to, to say something. You know, if there's, if there's, if there's a, let's say a worry or a, something that they want, it's really the feeling that like the door is always open. That's on a day-to-day basis. So that there's a, a, there's a feeling there that you can talk to, to, let's say a manager. And I hate to say manager. I've been, I've been managing for three months now. And previously I was doing just a strategy role. And that's the main challenge. It's like, you're supposed to be able to come and see me every day if you have a question. But if you have something that's bigger, I'll be there every two weeks on a sit down half an hour and we can talk. So I'm doing, I'm surveying what they, what they want. If they have problem with accounts or specific things, they can come on a day-to-day basis. But on the professional level, if something moves, uh, you can talk to me every two weeks. So you're getting, I get feedback. So that's good, but they get they get an open an open door and an open ear to anything that they they would want to share or do. If they want to have a training, they can ask if they want something different. If they want to evolve as professionals on a different level, we can talk about it. If they have challenges, we can talk about it. So that's really openness is I think super important. And it doesn't have to take a long time. It's just you know you make it a habit and then it's there, right? Yeah, no, exactly. And uh, sometimes it's, it's really to, because we don't want to have distance and we, we're 70 people, right? So we're not supposed to have formal stuff between a director and someone in the team. It, it's not supposed to be that way. And if, if it's that way, we're doing something wrong. So we really want to make sure that everything is super, super low hierarchy, but still that in in the, in the action, we don't get lost and we don't talk for a month, like officially. So we, we put those, those fast, uh, fast interactions. It's a, it's a coffee and can take 15, 30 minutes. And we have, we just have a conversation about how it, how it's going at work and w- where are we on our objectives and we have growth plans for everyone. So where are we doing? How is it going? Challenges. And we just have a, an open conversation about that. That's amazing. Well, it sounds like you guys are really committed to your people. And, you know, in this fast moving space, um, you know, at have us really, you guys are creating an amazing culture. And it, it just sounds like a really great place to work. And I, I just want to like acknowledge you for for making that space for your people and, and making like all of that growth available for them. So thanks. It's uh, yeah, thank you. It's it's really work in progress. I'd say it's a uh, 
it's never easy, but I think that we have a we have a good a good bunch of people at the agency, and it's it's only a matter of a it's only a matter of, not of respect, but it's only it's it's a matter of doing things right and especially especially in like I said it's in advertising and I mostly worked in advertising throughout my career to this point, but it's it's a it's a hard business and people work really hard, so I think as a, as an employer, as an agency, it's it's something that we we owe our employees is is to care and to make to make sure that we deliver on what we say. So this is the way we do it. And you're yeah, and you're creating a space for your for your people to be successful. So that's uh, exactly how can people get a hold of you and how can they learn more about Have Us Montreal? Uh, they can follow follow us on uh, we're super active on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and we have a. Uh, a website as well and uh, i can send you the uh the details so we can share it with uh with the podcast does that work that would be fantastic i'll be sure to put it in the yeah, show perfect. notes and uh i really appreciate you taking the time to, to share with us and really gave us some great insights into uh what creates a great culture and and how to really make a winning strategy so thank you so much awesome perfect thanks my pleasure Ladies and gentlemen, Bye-bye. I've been uh, chatting with John Pankard, who's the Director of Strategy at Havas Montreal. Once again, thank you so much, John. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Strategy and Leadership Podcast. If you like today's episode, consider rating us five stars on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or whatever software you use to play your podcast. And why don't you give it a share with somebody in your network? If they'll benefit from it, they'll be happy you did. Also, if you're looking to create your own strategic plan, check out our strategic planning starter kit available at smestrategy.net slash starter kit. It's video walkthroughs, templates, and workbooks so you can easily create your own strategic plan, give your team the direction that they need so they can be engaged and bought into your plan and really make a strategic plan that's easy to follow and easy to execute on. So visit smestrategy.net slash starter kit for your strategic planning starter kit. And I look forward to sharing with you in the next episode. Thanks so much for joining me and talk to you all soon. Take care.